0: are
1: now tuned in to the Missy Muse Unplugged, a pop-up podcast variety show helping consultants along their journey to greatness with your host, management consultant, author, and blogger, Christy Lindor.
2: go-getters. Welcome to the Macy Muse Unplugged podcast show. So today's episode is super special. I'm going to dub it my Welcome Back to Campus series. So over the next, let's say over the next month or so, we're going to highlight specific shows and talk about topics that are helpful for all of my undergrad and graduate go-getters out there for all of my go-getters that are in school, you may have just been coming back from um, your vacations, internships, maybe hung out at home during all the summer, really kind of unplugged. Wanted to just kind of, you know, get you up to speed with our podcast show because we, we launched in July. So many of you may have missed that and wanted to make sure that you were aware of this invaluable resource that was created. I created the podcast show specifically with you in mind you know, all of my college go-getters thinking about going into consulting and trying to figure out what that specifically means. I talk a lot on the show as well to people that are new to consulting, so just starting their career or experienced hires wanting to go back into a different career and, and, and that's consulting either as a freelancer or joining a firm. So I kind of cover a lot of different kind of targeted listeners. But for this episode, I wanted to really focus on my college go-getters specifically and give you an orientation to what we're what we're doing here and how you can get connected so this is gonna be a quick show um, again as I call it the welcome back to campus series for September I wanted to highlight three things one I wanted to get you acclimated with a couple of episodes I think you should probably go ahead and check out while you are kind of getting getting acclimated to to what we're offering Two, I wanted to discuss the Macy mentoring moment that was a new segment that we introduced in the show and three I wanted to actually preview kind of what's to come we've got five new episodes that are on their way I'll talk about the first three that you really want to check out let's kind of get started so starting with getting acclimated to the show this is your first time listening I really highly suggest you check out episode one. I really lay down the framework and the foundation of my story in consulting. What kind of got me started on this path. I then share a little bit about what I call the Missy Muse story. I share that in episode two as well. So episodes one and two just kind of was really nice kind of ground setting context type of information to share. If you want, you know, you can kind of go from there and fast forward. If you want to get kind of a cliff notes of all the episodes I've done to date, I would highly recommend you check out episode 10. So in episode 10, I really just kind of highlight all the episodes we've done and I previewed a couple that we we're going to be doing in August timeframe. And for our first set of episodes um, to kick off kind of the back to school campus, we've actually just two of them we've already done. So. I'm going to highlight specifically the episode six. Episode six, we had a chance to connect with Shuan. She is a recent PhD student, just graduated, looking to get into consulting. And she shared a little bit about her journey. So I'm going to play a little snippet of, of that episode.
3: So if I understood it correctly, it sounds like a good performance. We all share kind of some basic proficiency in terms of being able to structure a problem, being able to kind of solve it, but what truly takes candidate from good to outstanding is the ability to be innovative to kind of show his or her unique personality and do that in the do that and articulate that in a very crisp and a compelling way. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I would definitely I would and it's compelling so 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 there's innovative, compelling, but also simple. There also is also simple there's a yeah, there's a lot of power in being able to take something that's a very, something that's very complex and being able mm-hmm. to simplify it. So find ways, you know, that you're able to talk about a business problem in mm-hmm. in kind of, you know, like layman terms. That's also can come off really compelling because, it, it, you know, people don't have to, you know, really try to interpret or understand what you're saying as much when you're mm-hmm. using the more common language. So I see mm-hmm. another thing with, with sometimes with, with candidates is that They get so caught up in using these big fancy words that may not resonate so you know knowing the fancy words is one thing but knowing when to use them is another and i think you know being able to to have that professional maturity really you know can make a candidate shine
2: in episode 13 i got a chance to connect with michaela and so michaela we had um what i call a crossroads interview right Crossroads are where we get a chance to discuss someone coming in or out of consulting and have a conversation about that. So in this episode, Michaela actually just got her first consulting job offer. Very exciting times. And I got a chance to share a snippet of, you know, things she should be considering for her first role. But she also shares her recruiting story and and how she, you know, really differentiated her candidacy. So I want to just play a snippet of that episode for you what were some of the things that you felt that you did, you know, I you, you mentioned earlier about case interviews, like what were some of the things that you did to prepare that you felt like really kind of help you become like and, and differentiate your, your candidacy versus others?
3: So I was pretty purposeful. Um, I knew that there were certain elements and boxes that I needed to check. And so it honestly isn't just one thing. I think all of these things um, are absolutely necessary. So it was the case prep, The networking the internal experience the external experience and then the general biotech news and i'll go through each of these so for the case prep i started probably about six months ago doing a case a week um, with our local case um, practice group awesome so
2: before I kind of talk about the preview of what's to come of other episodes, I want to I wanna take a step back and talk about, you know, kind of a second point of this kind of orientation that I'm I'm calling it. And you know, in during the summer, we decided to introduce a what I call a podcast interlude segment called Macy Mentoring Moments. And what Macy Mentoring Moments have become, at least right now, it may change in the future, but what I've done is you know, we started getting fan mail, so it's one thing. You know, to get the support, which is amazing, but the fact that we started getting fan mail and people sending us questions has been really awesome. And I'm the type of person I, you know, when I when people ask me for advice, I like to be, you know, kind of give them advice just when they need it, kind of that just in time type of of feedback and. I, I, you know, I kind of struggled, you know, with the idea of just answering, you know, one person's email. So I said, you know what? I came up with this interlude idea. When I get any fan mail um, with a question um, that I need to respond to, I, I go ahead. I, I record a question. So it's a, it's, it's looking impromptu. Um, I don't include any music or any type of greeting. I just kind of read the email uh, and and respond, you know, the best way that I could to that fan mail. Those episodes are usually ten minutes or less. So far today, we've already posted about two of them. There'll be more, probably by the time this 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 airs. Um, we we'll probably have a couple more on the develop. But when you hear the Missy Me mentoring moments, just know that those are just kind of really quick sound bites just to answer fan mail. So if you have questions or you know want to want to kind of run a dilemma or think an idea through, go ahead and drop us a line at Missy News Unplugged at Gmail. Happy to answer your question during our Macy Mentoring Moments. Alright, and then so for what's to come, my, my third point that I wanted to cover today, we've got three um, three special episodes coming up, you know, later this month that I wanted you to listen to as well, so you can know what to expect as part of this, this Welcome Back to Campus uh, type of, 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 of series. And so for episode 16, I got a chance to connect with Dustin Whitehurst. Uh, Destin is one of the co-founders of ConsultingInterviewCoach.com, Uh really great organization that he has uh, you know, created. He, like myself, you know, he worked at, we worked actually at, at the same consulting firm um, several years ago, and so super excited that I got a chance to meet him through his uh, organization. And I think, you know, it's what I call a quick wins type of interview where we get a chance to connect about a product or service um, that people should consider, you know, as adding to their toolkit. And Destin's service definitely fits that bill. So I'm going to play a snippet of, of, of that episode. If someone is interested, you know, in your services, either as a new consultant or, you know, deciding that they want to transition to another firm and they need a little bit of you know, support with interviewing. Uh, tell us a little bit about the process of, of how um, you, know, you, you, you have clients for um, your consulting, interview, coaching services.
4: Definitely. So, about a third of our clients are undergraduates, about a third are MBAs, and about a third are professionals, as you mentioned, looking to, to pivot. And so, uh, they find us uh, sort of from a variety of, of sources, but we offer first a, a trial interview for folks that are interested in just getting a baseline of where their skills are, what are our, our assessment of, of their development areas, and also to get a taste of, of how we go about our coaching. We then move into, hopefully, the, the service component, where either working with one coach or a variety of coaches who are communicating amongst themselves to sort of sh- uh, share the progress of a given candidate, they are working on one-hour sessions, so either fit or case practice. It's tailored exactly to the the key firms that the individual is recruiting for.
2: In episode 17, I had a chance to do what I call a crossroads interview again. So crossroads are people coming in or out of consulting and having a conversation. So I got a chance to connect with Brianna. Uh, Brianna is a second year intern. She had a chance to do a couple interns and got her first consulting offer as a result of her internships. And so in our interview, we, she shares a little bit about her journey, things she learned about in her, in her internship experience, and gives advice to another intern actually um, that I had recently met with that did not get a, a consulting offer and wanted to know kind of what the next steps were. So I'm going to play a snippet of that episode. How did you feel? You know, the the moment that you got it, like, did you did did they give you hints that you were gonna get the offer, or did they like leave you in the dark? Give us a little bit of like when you first found out.
3: Yeah, so they kind of um, I guess they kind of give you hints. Your team like will kind of hint here and there, like oh, like when you're here again next summer or things like that. But I mean, you never really know. I've heard people who've had like amazing feedback throughout their internships and have not received offers just because it's so some places are so competitive but definitely even though i was getting that positive feedback i wasn't certain of it so when i got the offer i was definitely like jumping up and down so excited because it's obviously so amazing to have something secured before you're even done with school because you just you know that's like the scary part just not knowing what comes what comes next
2: in episode 18 i decided to do something a little different um it's another quick wins Type of, of interview, but I got a chance to connect with a campus recruiter. So, one of the things that you know I hear a lot from college students is you know they, they want to understand the recruiting process and sometimes demystify that. I think there's a lot of perceptions and misconceptions out there. So, I was very fortunate. I got a chance to connect with Sammy, who has spent many years helping recruit future consultants from campuses, and so it was just like perfect um, to give you a chance to hear directly from recruiters kind of what they're thinking during a, a you know, a candidates process. The first question, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, kind of going back to the application piece. I've heard, you know, from, from younger consultants or, you know, people that looking to go into consulting, they'll say, well, you know, I'll go online and I'll read like a job description and sometimes the requirements, they're like, well, there's like 10 requirements on there, but I probably have like seven of them, you know, or they're looking for someone with like eight to 10 years of, of, of X type of experience. I don't have eight to 10. I have like, you know, maybe like four or five. For people like that, when you talked about, like, the standout pile versus the red flags, like, do you think they have a shot at a particular role if they don't, like, nail the requirements that you're looking for?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of times you'll probably notice, too, in those job descriptions, they're very... Broad and, and pretty much anyone could think, yeah, I could do the majority of, of what's listed there because we know we can look for a lot of different things. And then as you're getting to know the team or the, the folks in the interviews, they can then say, okay, this person would be a better fit for XYZ based on their skill set and background. So I would encourage that person to definitely apply because while that one posting that you see is eight to 10 years, maybe they also have a position that's more of the four to seven year range not posted yet, but when they see your resume or meet you, they would think, oh my gosh, we fill this other role without even trying. So while it's not necessarily a guarantee because sometimes those requirements are there on purpose and we really need someone um, legally to have a certain amount of years of experience, never let that discourage you from applying because you never know what might be coming in what we call our pipeline or our queue of other opportunities that we might be able to match you with even though it might not be the exact one that you applied for.
2: So excited we were able to sneak in one more episode to round out our Back to Campus series. So for episode 19, I had the utmost pleasure of connecting with Kofi Cancam. So Kofi, he is the co-founder of admitadvantage.com as well as the founder of admit.me. And three fun facts that I really loved about the conversation I had with Kofi. So one, he is a former consultant himself. He started on the path of consulting and decided that he wanted to go and venture into more of an entrepreneurial space. Two, uh, Kofi has had the pl- you know the privilege of attending some of the top schools in the world, such as Harvard and Wharton. Uh, and three, Kofi spent you know the latter part of a decade or so really being a serial entrepreneur with a really cool laser focus on helping go-getters such as yourself get admitted into the top schools in the world. And so with our conversation, um, you know, he, he really honed in on what are some things that you as, uh, you know, graduate or undergraduate go-getters can do to kind of secure kind of a consulting role. And then he also shared some guidance for consultants that may be at a crossroads seeking to make a pivot into a top B school. So I'm going to play a snippet of that episode for you in my day-to-day, I, I speak to a lot of younger consultants that are always kind of in a crossroads, right? They're either thinking about um, doing something kind of, you know, similar to you, following their passion and going out into entrepreneurship, or they're thinking about going to, to B-school or doing some, some, some sort of kind of, you know, further, you know, higher education um, piece of it. Given, given what you've been doing in the admissions coaching space, what would you say is some of the common pitfalls you may see with someone's admissions application or, or the journey of how they get into school, especially if they've, they're coming with a consulting background, like what would be some advice you would give to like that younger consultant that maybe thinking about going to like a Wharton or Harvard or another, you know, business school. Um, And given, you know, that they've had that consulting background, like what would you say to them?
1: Right. i would say a couple of things. It's a good question. Firstly, your job performance is really important so a lot of times people are so focused on the next step like what's after working especially once they make the decision to go to school that they're not focused on the here right now and doing a good job where they are and so that can have huge impact in terms of in terms of their application because maybe they don't they don't get promoted as quickly maybe they you know their potential uh professional recommendation which pretty much has to be from your boss uh, maybe he or she sees a drop-off in your performance. Those are, you know, it's really important. People think it's all about sort of just your GMAT and your grades, but the recommendations are hugely important. And I've seen candidates who have, I mean, I've seen recommendations from some of these people, bosses and the people have literally said in the recommendations that, you know, they started sort of well and they're good, but you know, they're not sort of as, as good as they used to be. So, I think that's a huge, huge issue uh, in terms of people losing focus and kind of where they are right now. I think secondarily, I think a lot of times people, consultants especially, are so worried about the fact that other consultants from their firm and from the firm's office, their specific office may be applying to school, that they're so focused on that being the only linchpin to getting in. And they're, they they avoid writing about sort of personal motivations for going to school. You know, personal motivations for wanting to start a company, things they do outside of work in terms of like, you know, show, showcasing really high level of leadership and showcasing an ability to leverage with education to help other people. These are the things that schools are maniacally focused on.
2: Well, that wraps up our welcome back to campus episode for today. Please check out these episodes that I mentioned. Um, The rest of September is all about campus, so I will be looking forward to getting emails. Drop us a line again, macymuseunplugged at gmail.com. Have a great day and have an amazing school year, and I look forward to connecting with you all in the future. Thanks for tuning in, and here's to your journey to greatness. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This pop-up podcast was inspired by my upcoming book, The Misi News, 100-plus Selected Practices, Unwritten Rules, and Habits of Great Consultants. I have people ask me over the last year many questions about this book, but the one question that comes up constantly is, Christy, you have such a demanding career. How did you find time to write this book? And honestly, the answer is simple. I really sought to become the mentor that I wish I had earlier in my career. In the beginning of my career, I didn't have many mentors, um, mental maps of what success really looked like, and I really struggled with that in, in a lot of different ways. But what's nice about struggles is that I overcame them, I grew stronger, more competent, and I'm so excited where I am today in my career. I, I just wanna share you know, what I've learned and be able to help you. And so I wrote the book, you know, with my years of experience, but I also had an opportunity, an amazing opportunity to connect with over 50 or so consulting partners and leaders across the industry, sharing their stories, their antidotes, their resources on how you could be a great consultant yourself. So do me a favor, pick up your phone right now go to www.mecmuse.com. If you scroll down, you'll see a little box to sign up for uh, the book pre-sale notification. Go ahead and sign up for it. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on uh, my book as well as the podcast. So thanks again for listening and here's to your journey to greatness.